Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to Special Edition, a weekly look at the issues in the news and the personality shaping the stories. Thanks for joining me on Special Edition. I'm Paula Dagnan. This week, there are so many scams out there. We're going to bring back Pennsylvania State Police Trooper Anthony Petrosky with Troop P. Hazelton to tell us how not to become a victim. We're also going to meet Rebecca Kenny. She is the Director of the Administration for Community Living, Office of Healthcare Information and Counseling. She's going to tell us about Medicare fraud and scams and how the Senior Medicare Patrol can help you out. Also joining us today, Marine Corps Sergeant Salvatore Deli. He has all the details on this year's Toys for Tots campaign, which is already underway. Starting us off today, we welcome Justin Behrens. He's Executive Director and CEO of Keystone Mission. He's here to give us an update on their recently opened Transformation Center and a Real Talk event coming up. If you haven't heard about the past two, you'll certainly want to hear about this one. Justin, you are a busy, busy guy. There's always something going on. And now you have all kinds of new things happening at Keystone Mission. Welcome and tell us all about it. Thank you, Paula. I always love coming on, talking with you. Um, You're right. We do have a bunch of things going on. Uh, One of the biggest projects we have going right now is we have the opening of our transformation center. And so this transformation center uh, holds about 10 men that are homeless, and they come in and they live with us. Uh, So they're with us 24-7. And the whole process is to transform their lives to get them back become productive members of society. And so what we do is we give them guidance on teaching them life skills. We give them guidance on uh, education and and job training. We also help them with uh, the housing piece of it and budgeting and learning about those skills. And also, we also give them a ground roots of relationships. And, And that's really the bread and butter of what Keystone Mission is all about is the relationships. And what I mean by that, is we connect them with people in the community. We want them to make sure that they have someone that they can reach out to, that they can go to. So there's five different groups that we're looking for. One of them is mental health. We wanna make sure that they're mentally okay and that they're stable. Drug and alcohol, we wanna make sure that they're clean body and mind through drugs and uh, away from drugs and alcohol. The third one is we wanna connect them to housing. We wanna make sure that they have a place that they know that they can reach out to that could help them with housing. The third one is obviously jobs. We wanna make sure that they're connected to jobs and connected to um, uh, employment and, and, and resume building and that type of stuff. And then the last one is we wanna connect them to the community. And how we do that is is we have churches that um, have volunteered, members have volunteered, and they're gonna be like cheerleaders and mentors for these individuals as they move through their journey of transformation. I was going to say that is a huge undertaking because not only are you providing the shelter, but you're also giving them that extra step. And how have things been going so far? Great, great. And here's here's the big thing. 
we see shelters all over the place, all across this country. We, we see in the news, you know, the different shelters that are out there. And they do a great thing by giving them a place to stay and a place to keep warm and a place to stay dry. But but we got to go further than that. We have to push the envelope even further. And that's why we just started this is we don't want to call it a shelter because it's really not a shelter. It's really a transformation center. It's someone that comes in broken with nothing, no relationships, no one in, through the door. And they move into building progress and moving forward. And what I have a, a real big pet peeve with is we have a lot of things that happen that people try to start these programs and reinvent the wheel and say, you know what, I think I can do mental health better or I can do drug and alcohol better. We have great organizations out here in northeastern Pennsylvania where people can go to to get help. And we just want to be that relationship or the broker. You know, I like to use the word broker. We like to be that broker that goes out and says, hey, listen, you need help with mental health. We're going to find you a place to go. We're going to find you a service that's already working and doing great things and make that connection and that relationship. And then we want to make sure and encourage them to keep going back to those appointments and building that stability and build that foundation. And so it's been going great. I mean, the relationships we have with the community um, agencies that are out there, the relationships we have with the community is going great. Um, we're excited to see the direction where the men are going to go and, and where they're going to move to. When did you get on board, Justin? I, was, I came on about three and a half years ago. And all this in three and a half years, you really, you really hit the ground running. Well, I, I can tell you, I got frustrated. Um, I think there's a lot of people in the social services and the nonprofit realm that are just getting very frustrated. And, and one of my big things is that I want to be a good steward of the money of our donors and, and make sure that the money goes to where it needs to go. And so when I reached out to the donors and I reached out to the community, they wanted transformation. They wanted people to stay off the streets. They didn't want them to be on the streets. They want them moving, becoming good jobs and getting apartments and doing great things. And so by getting all that information, I said, you know what? I got to be a good steward of the money. And so we put a lot of our energy, time, money, resources into making this transformation happen. We, we not only do ha have this transformation center, but we also have um, a day room up in Scranton. And so the day room was notorious for just having people come in and just sleep there, right? And, and, and not be productive. And so I challenged my staff to say, listen, if we're doing it in the transformation center, let's try to do this in the day room. And so now we have job training, we have uh, resume building, we have housing connections, but we're brokers. We have people come through our doors that are broken, and then we broker out to the agencies in the community for them to go to, to get help. And then we follow through and make sure that they make those appointments. And so we've had a great success. Uh, just in the last week, we had two people that just got hired for a job. Um, through their resume building and, and career training and all that. And so we're seeing a progress. So we, they may not have a roof over their head, but they're moving forward. They're moving into a, uh, in a positive direction. Well, I'm glad you mentioned Scranton because I know a lot of people just associate Keystone Mission with Wilkes-Barre, but you're actually in both areas. Do, do the, the programs cross over at all? Yes, they do. Um, because Again, homeless individuals are very transient, and they'll they'll bounce back and forth. So we see them up in Scranton, or they come back into Wilkes-Barre. Um, but we do have two locations, and and they're two different separate communities, and that's why we have the two locations. So I hate to say this, but like the homeless of Scranton are a lot different than the homeless of Wilkes-Barre. There's different needs, there's different social services, there's different um, barriers that they face, and then, and also on top of that, there's different um, negative outputs that come out in in both cities. So we're trying to make sure that we can um, address each issue and address each um, city the way that it needs to be addressed. And you're absolutely right, because even though it's not too many miles between, sometimes the needs, the, the response can be many miles in between. Volunteers, I'm sure that a lot of most of what you do relies on them. And so you're 100% correct. So like our organization, we have our staff. The staff does a great job doing what they need to do. But we, we, we want to bring volunteers in, right? And so we have a very strong volunteer base, and we're always looking for volunteers. And they can reach out to our website at www.keystonemission.org, or they could call us at 570-871-4795 if they're interested in volunteering. And we just want them to really come out and volunteer because here's what volunteers do. Everyone says, well, if I volunteer, oh, I'm just going to be doing, you know, this work or that work. And I'm not really going to make a difference. 
the volunteers 100% change the lives of the individuals that are living with homelessness. They look up to them. They look them as mentors. Our volunteers, not only do they help us with what every day handing out food or whatever that is, but they're also there engaging with the homeless and talking with them and telling them, you can do this. You know, we can get through. Let's figure this out. How can we make this happen? And the volunteers are truly the backbone of this organization. And so we're always looking for volunteers. Um, we'll never say no to a volunteer. Um, if they want to just spend an hour a week or they want to spend an hour a month, that's fine. But we're looking for volunteers. And when we're talking about volunteers, have you found that since you've started expanding and looking at this in an entirely different way than maybe many have ever looked at it before, that people are reaching out to you and offering you? You mentioned the the churches and how people in certain churches are becoming mentors. Are you finding more of that because there's more that you're offering? 100%. Volunteers um, are coming out because I also think there's a lot of struggles going on in the world today. And so people are just saying, you know what, I'm having a tough time and they don't want to deal with all the negative stuff that's out there. So by volunteering, they get some of that positive um, reinforcement out there. So we're seeing a lot of that volunteer base coming in. Um, interesting enough, we're seeing a lot of volunteers that are um, in the retirement age and and they're the, they're the ones we love because um, the homeless population, they're rough and they do like to curse and they do like to, you know, swear a lot. And so when you have a, a sweet little old lady sitting there in the room and, and she's helping them out and talking to them, there's not a single curse room curse in the whole room. And it's amazing to see because they it shows to them that they can be better people. They can move in the right direction and reinforce that whole um, philosophy. So uh, we get a lot of retired volunteers right now. You have done so many things in different ways than maybe our area, this area has ever seen before. And one of those is bringing it right to the community. And you started this two times ago. So it's been, what, two years since Real Talk began? Correct. Yep. We're going on our third year. And it started off again in one area then you kind of branched out and did a little bit of traveling, and now you have another one coming up. Can you give us the background and, and what's what's to come next? Yeah, so um, I got, like every uh, executive director, we kind of get a lot of the complaints and a lot of people that make issues about the homeless um, or about whatever service that the uh, executive director does. And so I said, you know what, if, if there's people that want to talk about homelessness and, and really have a real discussion about it, why don't I make myself available to do that? And so about two years ago, we'd started Real Talk. Um, and what it is, is uh, it's just basically, we bring a sofa, but it's a bench. Um, and we invite the public to come out and talk about homelessness. And let's have a real discussion about it. I'm not saying that, you know, what we do is 100% correct. And I'm not saying that, you know, um, I'm not going to listen to the other side. I think that we need to have a really healthy discussion about are the homeless being uh, destructive to the community or do we need to help them in a positive way? Um, and then we also invite uh, a lot of the political uh, figures that are out there, those that are in elected office and those that run um, the different departments, fire and police and all that. And we sit down and we talk about it and let the public know, like, what is the community doing to make this a better place for the homeless? And maybe there is no issue, right? I don't know until we talk to people. And the best part about it is, is, we do it outside where the homeless kind of like congregate and move around. We also have homeless that sit down with us and we talk to the homeless and ask them their stories and ask about what they go through. And so the public knows that, you know, Joey is not this drug using um, crime individual, but Joey was a son that lost his job, got depressed, resulted to drugs and now can't get out of that rut and ended up being homeless. And actually now there's a story behind the people that are homeless. And I think that's the most important piece is that we need to tell those stories. And this is an avenue to do that. And what an avenue, because if if someone who's listening has never heard of this before or has ever taken part in it, it's not what they think, Justin, just because you're outside and you're sitting on a bench, but it's not like you're there for 10 or 20 minutes and it's not like you're covered up with, I mean, you're outside and it's how long? It's 24 hours. So we actually, um, this year, 
We're doing it on October 25th at 10 a.m. We'll be down in uh, the Lackawanna Courthouse. Um, and then we're going to go all the way until um, October 26th at 10 a.m. So it's interesting because you, you got that, I call it the 11 p.m. to about 5 a.m. time frame where like you're like, well, nobody's going to come see you. You're going to sit out there in the dark and just, you know, just take up space at that time. But actually we have a lot of people that at 2 a.m. We had uh, last year, we had a gentleman that was doing deliveries that he parked his delivery truck, came out and started talking to me at two in the morning. And we talked about homelessness and he talked about how he wanted to help the homeless. And we talked about different ways that he could do that. So I am there available from 10 a.m. to 10 a.m. from October 25th to 26th and encourage anybody, any of the listeners out there that want to come and stop by and talk, please feel free um, we do get a lot of people that donate coffee to me and donate donuts and that type of stuff. Um, I have to watch my waist, so stay off the donuts. Um, but you know, I encourage every listener to come out and, and if they have nothing to do, come sit down and talk with me for a couple minutes and then move on. Um, because I think this is a community issue. This is definitely going to be a community issue. Take care of the homelessness. We need to come together as a community. And we don't want anyone to think that if they can't make it, that they're going to be missing out because you're actually going to be bringing it to us, right? That is correct. So we actually on our Facebook um, uh, site, uh, and then we are going to try to technologize it to get it over onto YouTube, but um, you can actually watch it as it goes on and, and sit there and talk. Um, sometimes we have people that text message us and say, hey, listen, you know, I have this question. Can you answer it? And I answer the question there. So we're trying to make it as interactive as possible. But if they want to watch it and see what's going on and see um, who's talking, you know, if uh, so-and-so comes down to talk, that's, you know, a political uh, individual and they want to watch it, they can watch it right there live. And this year you're just staying in Lackawanna County at the courthouse. That is correct. So we made the decision that the first year we rotated back and forth. I started uh, uh, 12 hours in um, Scranton and 12 hours in Wilkes-Barre. Uh, last year, we did uh, all 24 hours in Wilkes-Barre on the square. And now this year, we're going to do all 24 hours um, up here in Lackawanna. Wow. Well, again, it is quite an effort. And you mentioned your website, keystonemission.org. And I encourage anyone to go there because you have videos up of some of the folks that you talked to in the past. And it really is interesting to talk to somebody in that realm rather than the the realm that we're talking in right now. No, I agree. I think that um, it's more intimate and it's more uh, personal when you talk to them on a uh, bench, you know, on a square, because there's, there's, there's something about it that brings it out. And, and, you know, I could talk to you in my office. I could talk to you, um, you know, over this, you know, over the radio right now. And you don't get that intimacy because I really want people to understand that this is a community effort. This is where it's going to take everyone. You may not agree with this. You may not agree with the population that um, we serve, but we can come to a, a ground that's neutral and, and a way that's going to be positive to move people in the right direction. I, I think everybody can, um, and that's why we do this. And I really want to make sure that we touch every individual, and that's why I want to make sure that they actually can really um, ask those questions and be transparent and not be hiding behind a desk. Well, I think you're getting it out there. So again, I'm going to turn the microphone over to you. If you can tell us where people can get a hold of you at Keystone Mission to volunteer and donate, because that is also a piece of the puzzle, because it does help to have a little bit of backing as far as that's concerned. And also give us all of the information on the upcoming Real Talk event. Oh, I appreciate it. So once again, you can reach us on our website, which is www.keystonemission.org. There's a donate tab there if you want to donate, and there's a volunteer tab if you want to volunteer. Or if you just want to scroll through that website, just go scroll scroll through it. Again, that website is www.keystonemission.org. Our phone number, if you want to call us, is 570-871-4795. 570 570-871-4795. And actually, October 25th at 10 a.m., I'll be down at Lackawanna's Courthouse 
um, on this right there on the uh, square talking uh, with Real Talk, and it'll last 24 hours till October 26th at 10 a.m. So I'm looking forward to all the listeners coming out and sitting down talking with me, and uh, let's really make a change as a community. Thanks once again to Justin Barons, Executive Director and CEO of Keystone Mission, joining us today with an update on their recently opened Transformation Center and, of course, that Real Talk event that is coming up on Tuesday, October 25th. Justin will be at the Lackawanna County Courthouse Tuesday, the 25th, beginning at 10 a.m. He'll be there for 24 hours until Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. You can learn more by going to nepa-realtalk.com. Next on Special Edition, we're getting ready for Toys for Tots. Don't go away. Welcome back to Special Edition. How quickly the calendar pages are turning. And before you know it, it will be Christmas. Marine Corps Sergeant Salvatore Deli is here with all the details on the Toys for Tots campaign, which is already underway. Toys for Tots, we are running for uh, the Marine Corps uh, in Wyoming, PA. We have seven different locations as of currently, uh, all the way up to Tioga, Bradford, Lejeune, Wyoming, Sullivan, uh, and pretty much everything in between. Um, And we're running our campaign officially started October 1 uh, and will last until December 24th, which will be our last day to provide toys to needing families that need a little bit of support. So their children can wake up in the morning on that beautiful, wonderful day of Christmas so they can have a toy to open. I have 19 Marines out of MWS 472 Get Alpha here in Wyoming who are now, as of about two minutes ago, launching out uh, my trucks to go drop off uh, drop site boxes, uh, which many, many uh, businesses have already provided the opportunity to allow us to drop off the boxes. Uh, and the drop site is just a, a box there at their location. People can go out there instead of come on all, all the way out here if they if they can't uh, and just drop off the toys there. And then my Marines and or volunteers will go out and pick them up uh, when they're full and either take the boxes or leave the boxes so they can uh, be refilled again. We're really happy. Um, as of right now, we've already done three events uh, and the season just kicked off and we did three events just last month uh which was amazing uh from the community they reached out and said hey i know you're not starting yet but would you be willing um and i have my marines and they're like yes um so the marines got in dress blue and went out did the events uh received a lot of toys they uh they were able to provide a lot of uh stuff uh, bears and teddy bears and um, penguins or just stuffed animals uh which was phenomenal Um, We're currently going to have three more events just this month um, out in Wilkes Bar, uh, doing a couple trunk or treats. So we'll bring out our big green truck, um, decorate them a little bit, and uh, we'll be out of NEPA MMEA um, facility uh, where they do all the training. Um, And then we'll be doing one that we did last year again um, for the for the firehouses, um, instead of doing one, uh, they decided to do a split. So they'll have two running almost at the same time. And then we'll be at both locations helping them out. And is, so there, be- is there a cutoff time for people who may be hearing this for maybe the first time and they're saying, oh, I'd like to have, I'd like to be a drop off location. How do they go about doing that? So for the drop-off locations, as of right now, what we have done is I have opened up the website, uh, Wyoming Tax PA at toysfortops.org. Um, they can go in there, click under Get Involved, uh, and become a drop site uh, or request to become a drop site. Once I get that in my system, I will get with my Marines. I will put them on a docket as long as they're in those counties, and then we will take that and as quickly as possible, we will launch that. Uh, we will launch those boxes out. So the, the cutoff for that will actually be uh, probably the second week of December, um, and that's going to be as a 
understanding with the business. Hey, look, I understand you want to do a drop off, but we got to get toys quickly. So you do it for about a week um, and then we roll them back. So our, our latest time that we're going to accept um, businesses to become a drop site will probably be the first or second week of December. But this is all dedicated on how many Marines or how many drop sites I have currently. And along the same lines, when we're talking about dropping things off, what is it that you're looking for? Anything in particular? Ages? Types? Give us so an idea. We, we collect everything from zero to three and then um, all the way up to the ages of 13, uh, boys and girls. Um, what we are requesting to only receive will be new and unwrapped toys. Um, so we can account for them, separate them at our warehouse uh, that's in Wilkes Bar, um, and then turn those around and launch those right back out to the families as quickly as possible. So if we have to unwrap toys or if they're they're just worn and battered, um, unfortunately, we will not be able to provide those. Um, so we're just asking for uh, new and unused toys. Uh, we also take uh, monetary donations, um, and you can do that uh, via the uh, the website, again, wyoming.toysforcops.org, or you can go in and give me a call, um, which everybody will have my number, 570-392-9466, and that is my cell phone number. You can call, text, email, um, does not matter to me. I have that phone on me at all times, and I do take calls. Uh, constantly, all day, every day. Um, and if there's any questions, I am happy to help. Um, most of our information will be on the website. And your Facebook page, which is... And my, yeah. Which is, my, which is also my Facebook page. Uh, thank you for reminding me. Oh, I'm looking uh, right which, at it. <laughs> which will be, uh, if you go into your Facebook, you go in and search, uh, type in Wyoming PA Marine Toys for Tots. Um, and my page uh, will pop up, um, and you can message us through there, drop a post. Um, please tag us. Please follow us. I drop as much information as we can there um, to include our, web, our .org website um, so people know where Toys for Tots will be. Um, and more than likely, most of my Marines, um, when we do events, we will be in just blue, so we're going to be the guys looking really good, and girls. Um, looking really good at the event. Um, so if you want, feel free to come up and talk to us. We are more, more than happy to help out. If they don't have the answers, they know how to reach me and I can get to the answer uh, within minutes. And when we're also talking about donations, how do families or single families, group families, how do they get together to get in touch with you and say, this is kind of what we're looking for. We'd like to get on your list. Is there still time to do that? Yes, ma'am. So if single families, as of right now, would like to get on the list, uh, we first uh, respectfully ask them to get with a nonprofit organization near them, uh, Salvation Army Churches, or anything else the Salvation Army. They can go on my website. Uh, when you click on Get Involved and Become an Agency, um, there's going to actually be a list on the bottom of that uh, webpage, and it's going to tell you every place that I've approved already uh, via their 501c3 form. So if a nonprofit agency does not send me their 501c3 form, which dedicate them as a nonprofit organization from the IRS, um, they will be um, accepting families. Um, as of right now, what I have done for the past two years is work through the nonprofit organizations first, uh, because they have been well-established in those communities um, and the families know um, or now know that they can go through them first. Um, but if they are unable to do that, there's no worries. December 17th through the 23rd, um, they can sign up. Um, I will give them a call or my associate, uh, Corporal Jason Dombrowski, um, will assist you in ensuring that you get a toy. Uh, we do prefer if at all possible, to pick them up. Um, I will not disclose the location now for security reasons, um, but they can pick it up in Wilkes-Barre area. Um, but if they can't drive 
or whatever the case may be, we can take care of that. Um, I do, I still will have volunteers that are more than willing to grab the toys and bring them out to uh, the said family that, that needs some help. We'll do it discreetly. Uh, we'll, we'll show up uh, with a couple bags, um, ensure the, um, the kids are away either in their rooms or whatever the case may be. Um, that way it's a little discretion for the families. Um, we'll, we'll try to do it very quickly and out. Uh, my Marines and volunteers will be in civilian clothes. Um, that way it stays uh, discreet. Um, that way there's no uh, assumptions happening. Um, because sometimes a lot of families uh, don't want to ask for help, and uh, thankfully they were they they had the courage to reach out and say, "Hey, I need a little bit of help for my family," um, and that's what we do. That's that's why we are here. Uh, we are here to help the family. Uh, myself personally, uh, I grew up a little bit on Toys for Tots when I was younger, so I know exactly how it feels. Um, and now being a father of two. Uh, it, it's, a, it's an amazing feeling to being able to know that there are organizations out there that will come out and help um, as much as humanly possible. And now it's the 75th anniversary? Wow. Yes, ma- yes ma'am. We started uh, 1947 um, by actually a wife. Um, a lot of people think it's Bill Hendricks that kicked it all off. Well, he was for the Marine Corps, but his wife was the one. Um, she made a couple of handcrafted dolls and asked Bill to deliver them um, to to agency for for children. Um, and, uh, Bill Hendricks, or Major Bill Hendricks at the time, was like, well, I don't know. And the wife was like, no, you're, you're going to do this. Um, and then... Major Hendricks was like, okay, this, this was a great idea. Um, he took his Marines. Uh, they were able to go out to the community, give them the toys. Um, and Diane was like, okay, now, now let's do this every year. Let's make this big. Um, so they, they actually did. They, they went up to headquarters Marine Corps and said, hey, we need to start this program. It's going to start off really small um, in L.A., uh, this, uh, distribution of 5,000 toys in 1947 and then everything kicked off in 1948 one year later um, the commandant of the Marine Corps was like we're making this uh, we're, we're making this happen every year this is what we're doing this is Marines Toys for Tots um, so as of right now as of several years ago I should say sorry um, it was just Marine Corps that were doing it um, I went to the uh, coordinator conference uh, last month, and I started to see a couple of Air Force um, personnel after duty come in and say, "Hey, I'm a coordinator now." I'm looking at them, I was like, "Well, you're Air Force." Well, we branded out. We, we branched out. Uh, we're now having the Air Force jump in, but still under the name of Marine Corps Reserve Toys for Tots. So as as time goes on, we're going to be hearing changes, but the mission always remains the same. And is there yes. is there anything that we haven't mentioned that you would like to get out to our listeners or re-mention? And of course, once again, the website, the Facebook page, I've been sitting here going through those while we've been talking and so much great information. Yes, uh, last year... Uh, we did 2,000, roughly 2,000 more children, uh, more families uh, that we were able to distribute. Um, the year prior, we did 14,000 kids. Last year, my first year, we did 16,000 kids um, across the seven counties. Um, and then we dis- we distributed uh, 24,000 uh, toys just out of my um, just out of my area, which is amazing. Um, so again, if you want to become a drop site for a business, go to our website. If you would like to sign up as a nonprofit organization um, with a 501c3, that is a mandatory requirement. Um, our website has it. If you want to donate, our website has it. Um, and just helping kids across uh, our, our, our locations that, that we control um, is amazing. Um, and again, this is I'm not just one Toys for Tots campaign. There's over 280 campaigns across the nation 
um, that are all doing it simultaneously. We've all kicked off October 1 trying to make sure there's an impact for our kids. Because um, waking up, looking at your, your, your child to be able to receive a toy um, is, is the best feeling in the world. Thanks once again to Marine Corps Sergeant Salvatore Deli for joining us today with all the information on the Toys for Tots campaign, which is already underway and can still use your help. Of course, you can find out more by going to their Facebook page, Wyoming PA Toys for Tots, or their website, which is wyoming-pa.toysfortots.org and mark the calendar for Sunday, October 30th, they're having a Rock the Cause event all day at Kirby Park in Wilkesbury, starting at 10 a.m. Now, don't go away. We're going to talk about scams on Special Edition. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Scams. They continue to grow, and you don't want to become a victim. Pennsylvania State Police Trooper Anthony Petrosky will be here to tell us more about that. We'll start off with Medicare fraud and scams involving Medicare. They're on the increase. Rebecca Kenny, Director of the Administration for Community Living, Office of Healthcare Information and Counseling, introduces us to the Senior Medicare Patrol and how they can help. Rebecca, we're here to talk about scams, and there are so many scams out there, but this one is really kind of scary. Dealing with Medicare, how does it work? Yeah, of course. Hey, good. thank you for having me this morning. So um, I uh, manage a program called the Senior Medicare Patrol that really helps uh, Medicare beneficiaries and their families understand their Medicare and, and how to protect themselves from potential Medicare fraud um, and, and errors or abuse. So, you know, it's really uh, things like protecting your Medicare number and, and trying to ensure that you don't become a victim of fraud uh, from the beginning. Um, however, we also help if, if you think you may have been a victim, we can help you through that too. And, and it is pretty scary to, to know that someone could get your private information and be using it for their own gain. How could people do something like that? I know it's hard to, it's hard to wrap your head around. That's for sure. But you know, Medicare is big business. There's lots of, lots of money related to, to Medicare because we have lots of people with Medicare that need healthcare and uh, services through our, our healthcare system here in the United States. 
And so uh, fraudsters see that and they see dollar signs. So, you know, they're highly motivated to get those Medicare numbers so that they can bill Medicare for services they never provide. All right. So getting a Medicare number, I don't know, would that necessarily be something that would be easy or do these scammers really have to work at this? Well, it is something that they can, they're pretty sneaky at how they, they do it. There, a lot of the schemes we see happening is they'll call, uh, call someone with Medicare and claim to be from either Medicare or a healthcare provider and uh, ask things like, you know, we have your information here and I just need to verify your Medicare number. Can you give that to me? And it's really easy to fall for that, to think that, you know, they sound legitimate, like somebody that, that would need my Medicare number. And so it's, it's easy to fall for it and give them your number. Sometimes they also use um, scare tactics where they'll try to tell you that they need their, your number so that they can get you, uh, you know, maybe genetic tests to make sure that, um, you, you are uh, susceptible to cancer or something like that. They use all sorts of schemes to try to scare people into giving their information up. Wow. Well, again, I guess one of the things that we need to first get out to everyone, Rebecca, is if someone has questions like that, would the folks from Medicare be calling them on the phone? Very good question. No, Medicare typically is not going to call somebody and ask for information. If they do call, it might be to try to figure out how they're doing, you know, a survey of how, how, how are our services type thing. But if they do that, they're not going to ask for your Medicare number. They have it already. They're not going to need you to provide that. So uh, the best thing to do is if you, if you get a call from somebody and they're trying to get your Medicare number from you, just hang up the phone. Um, you know, only give that number to your trusted healthcare providers and, and no one else. No one else needs that number. So keep it safe, like a credit card number. Don't give it up. One of the things we always hear about is don't give out your personal information. Are there other ways that they can get it? For example, you might take your Medicare card out and someone can see the number over your shoulder. Could it be something even as not even thinking about as that? It could be um, as simple as that. I think typically they they, um, they do things like call you or Sometimes we'll see them go door to door uh, offering some sort of medical supply or service and use that as, as a way of getting the information from you. So sometimes they may even look like an illegitimate provider who is offering back braces or COVID tests or genetic testing. And they make you think you need that service. But unless your primary care physician or one of your trusted providers uh, indicate that you need any of those tests or supplies, don't fall for it. Don't give your information out to somebody who just randomly shows up at your door or calls you asking for that information. Even if what they're telling you sounds like it might be a good idea, you can always call your, your doctor and ask them um, and, and you know talk to them about it to determine if you really need that test or you really need that service. And, and have it ordered and run through your primary care provider. That way, you know, it's something that you really need and not something that someone is just trying to scare you into. And email. I'm sure that's another way. It is. It's another way. It's, it's becoming more and more common that they're trying to email. Texting, too, is another thing that you need to keep an eye out for. But with, with our Medicare beneficiaries, you know, the, the scammers are savvy. They, they tend to stick to primarily the phone or even door to door. So what happens if you suspect that you have been a victim? Yeah, great question. So if you think you may have been a victim, you can call our program, the Senior Medicare Patrol, and we'll sort it out with you. We'll, we'll go through what happened, maybe take a look at your Medicare statements and try to determine exactly what is the situation. Sometimes it's just a misunderstanding of how Medicare works. Other times it is potential fraud. And if, if it is that case where we think it might have been fraud, the SMP will help you report it to the authorities, you know, the law enforcement, who will then take that information and do an investigation and um, you know, determine what the best next actions are. So SMP really helps with that, that whole, you know, from start to end of whole scenario of understanding what's going on, but also helping you report it if you think you may have been a victim. 
Love the name, Senior Medicare Patrol. I have visions of you going around in uniforms with badges and and just taking all over the place. So where can our listeners go to learn more about protecting themselves? Absolutely. Thank you for asking. So we have a website which has a lot of information on it, tips and and things like that, but also uh, a locator to help you find your local uh, Senior Medicare Patrol. And that website is smpresource, all one word, .org. Again, it's smpresource.org. Or you can call our toll-free uh, number. That number is 877-808-2468. Again, it's 877-808-2468. And from that number, we'll get you connected to somebody that's local in your community that can help you kind of sort through what's going on. Rebecca, thank you. What an eye-opening conversation. Always a pleasure, though, to get the word out because we want people to be safe and not scammed. Absolutely. Thank you for helping us with that. Thanks once again to Rebecca Kenny, Director of the Administration for Community Living, Office of Healthcare Information and Counseling, for joining us today to give us the details about Senior Medicare Patrol. When we talk about scams, Pennsylvania State Police hear about all of them. And Pennsylvania State Police Trooper Anthony Petrosky with Troop P. Hazelton joins us to tell us how not to become a victim. Trooper Anthony Petrosky, let's find out about these scams. These scammers are all over the place. And this one usually deals with someone you love. What is it? Yeah, so this scam that's currently affecting a lot of people in our area is called the loved one scam. And essentially what these scammers will do is they'll contact you by phone and explain that uh, a loved one is in trouble. Now, when I say loved one, it's typically a grandchild, okay, because, you know, these scammers like to target senior citizens because they're more trusting. And whenever you say the word grandchild, grandparents already have the checkbook out. They're already saying, what address do I send it to? Because that's how grandparents are. They love their grandkids. So what they do is they'll say, your grandson, your granddaughter, they're in trouble. They're currently in jail. Um, at, at this point, they might even say specific names. Now, with that being said, People think, well, they said my grandson's name. They said my granddaughter's name. It, it, it had to be legit. Well, you know, you could do a, an easy Google search on the Internet and find a lot of information. Or you could go on social media and look at people and you could see names posted. So it really is easy to gather this information. Um, then what they'll do is they'll say, you know, don't talk to anybody about this. Um, it's embarrassing to your family. You know, don't talk to anybody. And then they're going to say, listen, if you give us cash, We'll be able to release your grandson or granddaughter today, but we need a good address where we can pick this cash up. And then these scammers will send a courier to that address to pick up the cash and you will never hear from them again. Wow, that's really involved because you they must do a lot of research. And again, as you said, all that information is available. It is. And we're the ones putting it out there. See, people, you know, if you have a social media account, and that's great, but it, it should be private. It should not be a public account, meaning only people you accept should be able to see your content, not just anybody. And, and, and you know, it's easy to find this stuff, especially when you do a Google search. You could come up with people's social media profiles, and then you just click on them. And now you can call already seeming like you have accurate information on them or their loved one, which is why people are falling victim to this. All right. So someone gets the call. The probably the first thing you would say is just hang up. But are there things that people should listen for just to make sure that they feel comfortable hanging up? Well, you know what? If it's important, if it's legitimate, you probably receive the call from a loved one, not just some random person. And on top of that, we don't release people from jails for cash to be picked up at another location. If you're going to get released from a jail, it's through a bondsman. It's through posting bond. It's not just picking up cash at somebody's house. And more importantly, do your due diligence. Contact a friend or a family member that knows. Say, hey, I just got this call. They said our, my grandson's name specific. Is everything okay with him? Or, um, you know, I just want to check because they're asking for money. Do your due diligence. Don't be so quick to give out money. If it sounds like a scam, it probably is. Trust your instinct. And those gift cards, sometimes they ask for those. They do. And the reason why scammers ask for gift cards is because they're not traceable. If somebody steals your credit card and they go and use it somewhere, that could be traced by the credit card company and law enforcement. We could get that information. But if you pay somebody with a gift card, that's not traceable. So wherever you go and use that or if you sell it on the street and somebody uses it, we cannot trace that, nor can the 
gift card company. So anything that's paid with a gift card is automatically a scam. Again, don't entertain these people. You have better things to do with your time. This, unfortunately, is not going to go away anytime soon because people are giving into this and these scammers are making a lot of money by doing this. And also, it's not just over the phone. They're even coming through email. Email, yes. And it's very easy to do a Google search, pick a bank or a certain company and copy that image, paste it onto an email and then send it to make it look official. Now, one way to check to see where the email actually came from is where it says to and from. So in the email, you'll see from. And what happens is if you actually click on that, it might say a name or a company, but if you actually click on that, it will bring up the email address it was sent from. So if they claim to be from a company, that email should be specific to that company. But if you click on it and it's maybe a Gmail or a different name, more than likely it's a scam. Don't respond. Don't open any attachments. Just delete it. All right. Once again, Give us the details, Trooper Petrosky. Make sure that we know exactly what we're listening for, what we're hearing for. And if we do get a question, what we should not do, especially if it's personal. Yes, first things first, check with friends or family to make sure that your grandson or granddaughter is okay and they're not in any danger. Uh, Number two, we don't release people from jail with a box of money to be picked up at your house or at a different location. Uh, Number three, don't give out any kind of personal information. Don't give an address. Uh, Don't say, let me go to the bank and get money. Any sensitive information, don't give out. They're just going to use that against you. They're going to hold it over your head and act like they have all the answers when really you're providing them. Hang the phone up. Contact a friend or a family member. Don't be so quick to give away your hard-earned money. And as Trooper Petrosky says, if something just doesn't feel right or sounds too good to be true you should probably walk away quickly. I'm Paula Degnan. Thank you for joining me on Special Edition. Thanks for listening to Special Edition, a weekly look at the issues in the news and the personalities shaping the stories. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.